Welcome back to another episode of the Infinite Project Podcast. Uh, my name's Stephen and I'm the owner of the Infinite Project. So really excited to get stuck in with today's episode. Today we're going to be talking about some of the biggest mistakes I made when I started running. Now, quite a lot of the clients I have worked with over the years have had quite a, an interest in running, even if they've never really run before. I think a lot of people um, like the idea of being able to run a 5k or a 10k uh, or take on something like that. I think it's quite a good um, you know, thing to work towards when it comes to our kind of fitness levels. When we think about, um, you know, who we want to become in a, you know, transfer, transformative way, um, quite often we, you know, we can imagine ourselves being fit enough to do things like that. So quite a lot of people have said things in the past, um, you know, I'd love to be able to run a 5k or a 10k or, you know, one day do a marathon. So I thought in this episode, I would kind of talk about some of the biggest mistakes I made um, and why it took me years to get into running. And it wasn't really until probably lockdown that I kind of actually managed to build up my running correctly and, and actually enjoy it. Um, so yeah, I used to play, well, starting things off, I used to play football until I was probably about really 24, 25, 26. I can't remember what, when I kind of, I didn't really retire, just kind of stopped playing, kind of fell out of love with it. Um, but I used to play football, so I was obviously pretty fit back then. I remember when I was young, probably you know, 15, 16, I felt fit as a fiddle. I could just run all day. Um, but when I was older, in my 19s, 20s, 21, 22, I was very fast, like a fast runner, good at sprinting, but I hated long distances, hated it with a passion. And every year we did pre-season, I used to dread it. It was just like, I just went to quit football because I hated it that much. I just hated all the long distance running and it just felt so uncomfortable. I never felt like I was really getting that much fitter. I just hated it, absolutely hated it with a passion, hated running, there was no way I was going to go home and do a run, um, but I would run, a, run when I'm playing football, but you know, I absolutely hated running, um, and I never, like I said, felt like a good runner, like long distances, yeah, sprinting I felt pretty fast, but um, you know, long distance I felt, yeah, it didn't feel very, very good. Now, I remember probably when I was like 23, 24, 20, that kind of age, I did try to get into doing 5Ks, I thought, right, okay, if I can build up my fitness, it's going to help improve things at football, so I thought, right, I'm going to do two 5Ks a week. And I never got onto the third run. I would do two that week and then I would jack it in the next week. Um, I used to absolutely hate every minute of it. Like the, the, the route I did was basically running from where I used to stay with mum and dad down the main road, which was exactly um, two and a half kilometers and straight back. So it was quite a simple route and I just hated every minute of it. I just felt uncomfortable. It was, I just felt, yeah, it just felt rubbish. I hated it. And I was like counting down the kilometers. I was like, oh, hurry up. And it felt like a lifetime and just didn't enjoy one minute of it. Even when I finished it, I just thought, oh, that was shit. I hate that. Um, but it wasn't until probably around lockdown 2020 when I started um, kind of reading up a little bit more on running. I uh, probably was sitting watching a little bit more YouTube um, through lockdown. And um, yeah, probably started to learn a little bit about running then. And then I read this book called 80-20 running. And that's where probably things massively, massively changed for me. I kind of started to uh, learn a lot more about how to actually structure your running, how to build it up correctly. Um, so from there, I ended up building up to do my first 10K. And then I got a half marathon in a few months later. And then I did a marathon. And then like a year later or two years later, I ended up doing an ultra marathon. So the old version of me that hated doing 5Ks, would never imagine in a million years that I'd be doing something like that, like going and doing an ultra marathon. So literally the biggest game changer for me was learning, you know, how to actually properly structure your running and then um, 
I learned that I was doing a lot of mistakes as well. And that's what I kind of wanted to cover in this podcast. But yeah, that book I read was called 8820 Running. It was Matt Fitzgerald, I'm sure his name is. Fantastic book. He's got ones on cycling and triathlon as well. Um, and basically it shows you how to kind of structure your runs. They even running plans in the book, um, which I use some of them as well. <clears throat> but um, absolutely fantastic book. Worth a read. Like that completely changed the game for me. I've sent that to a few clients over the years and they've read it and gone, wow, I've, I've been doing this all wrong as well. Uh, and then when you do build it up correctly it's insane the difference it makes like i say the old me when hated doing 5k struggled to do 5k as a distance would never imagine that i'd be doing you know 50k plus like that's just ridiculous um so yeah that book was a game changer so honestly best bit of advice i could give you go and read that book because it really did make a massive difference so some of the mistakes i made <clears throat> i want to kind of go over i've kind of got three or four mistakes that i used to make and um, that absolutely crippled my running and um, when it comes to kind of building it up and being consistent so the first thing first big mistake I made was running too fast. <laughs> Literally every run, I just went out and ran. I just ran, get the 5k over and done with it as quick as I could. I was running way too fast. My heart, it was through the roof. It felt very, very, very uncomfortable. Um, and yeah, I just hated every minute of it. So I was just running too fast. Um, now, I never realized that basically when it comes to, to running, without going into too much depth in this uh, podcast, you've got different heart rate zones. So you've got zone one to zone five. Now zone one is literally probably like a power walk or a very, very slow jog. Zone two is like a comfortable run where you could probably have a conversation with someone if they were running with you. Zone three, you're going a little bit faster, um, probably a little bit harder having conversation. Zone four, you're kind of gunning for it. You're really trying to go for a PB. And zone five, you're basically sprinting up a hill or going kind of flat out. That You're not going to be able to hold that pace for long. Um, so being honest, when I look back at my heart rate data and things like that, I was in zone four for all my run. So every single run I was going out and doing, I was just going and I was feeling utterly crap the whole way around. I was holding this zone four pace, feeling awful, and yeah, never stuck, <clears throat> never stuck with it. It felt rubbish. Like it's like comparing it, like imagine getting started in the gym and you go with your friend that's been going to the gym for years and they just throw on the same weight they've been doing. You'd, you'd absolutely hate it. It would feel uncomfortable you probably didn't manage to do a lot of the, the exercises and you would just feel rubbish you would never want to go back it's a bit like that with running if you start off too fast you're going to be like well there's no way i'm doing that again so running too fast was the big one i was literally running in zone four all the time um now using these different zones there are different i you know there's times when you're doing certain running workouts and things like that well you will use those zones 100 percent. but the main bulk of your running should be in zone two that easy comfortable pace um now like i said i don't want to go into too depth in this episode because i'll be here all day talking about it but i have got actually got a free training well a training that i create for a, a lot of my clients on running so if you're listening to this and quite interested then just ping me a message on um instagram or facebook and just say running running training or something like that and i'll send it the, the link to watch it and um, that'll kind of go a little bit more in depth it's about 40 minutes long um and it kind of covers a few of those different topics and goes in a little bit more depth so it kind of give you a bit of understanding of how you kind of build up your zones and things like that but like i said my biggest mistake i was just running too fast now a lot of people that i have worked with that have been tried running in the past as well maybe a bit like me never really stuck to it because it was just awful and when i get them to slow down it makes a world of difference so you know, basically 80% of your running should be in this zone two, where most people probably spend 80% in zone four. So we want to really slow down our pace. Um, I remember the first run I did after reading that book and reading that and thinking, oh crap, I'm, I'm running way too fast. So I got my heart rate strap on, I had my Garmin on and I'm out from a run and I was just watching my heart rate. 
And going down to zone two, I was going so, so slow. I couldn't believe how much slower I was going. I was like, this is this is embarrassing. I'm so slow. <laughs> People are getting to think, what's this guy doing? And like the pace was really slow to begin with. But over time, your body adapts. You build up almost like an aerobic base and you get faster and your heart rate stays down nice and low. And this pace is comfortable. You could literally have a conversation with someone. So literally when I started doing that to begin with, I was like, wow, I'm really slow. But over time, that pace improved and improved. Like for example, I was probably running like eight minute miles, maybe eight minute 30 pace before zone four, uh, you know, absolutely gunning for it. That was probably the pace I was kind of holding. Uh, but when I did this zone two, I was probably running at like 10 minute 30 mile pace, 10 minute 30 mile pace, um, which is, yeah, obviously a hell of a lot slower. Um, but over time, that pace came down and came down and came down. And probably the quickest I've seen it, it was it came all the way down to eight minute 30, probably about two years later. But it came down to like nine minute mile pace before long. And that was a comfortable, comfortable pace. I could basically run at all day. So it's one of those things that, you know, if you do slow down your running, focus and try to stay in that zone too, you will feel really, really slow, but it will improve. Like stick with it, trust the process. Because I was the whole time I was doing it, I was thinking, this is ridiculous. I should just be going faster. What I'm wasting my time. Like honestly, trust the process and stick with it. And you will honestly won't regret it makes a massive difference. So running too fast, that was probably the biggest mistake I made. The second mistake I had was having no plan. Like I literally had no structure. I was just going out and running. Now there's different types of running workouts you like to do, like to keep it as simple as possible. Usually we do some sort of short interval kind of style uh, running workout, whereby you're maybe doing zone four for two minutes with two minutes recovery. You're maybe doing that six times with a warm up and cool down, for example. Um, now those workouts are kind of priming your body to either improve its kind of speed or get used to kind of holding those faster paces um, or, or higher heart rates. <clears throat> you you kind of do that in almost like an interval style. And there are other workouts like tempo workouts where you may be doing that for a little bit longer. You may be holding a certain pace for 15 minutes. Um, all these workouts serve a purpose. So that's like one part you're running. The other part you're running is your kind of slow, easy, long runs. Now, depending on what goal you're working towards, if it's shorter distances, then you're not going to have massively long runs. But if you're working up towards 10K, half marathon, marathon, etc., uh, you know, you'll have one long run a week whereby you're running, you know, probably each week you're increasing that distance gradually uh, and you're running at that zone two. So, for example, when I've run my marathon plan, when I did my ultra marathon plan, my long run at the weekend, you know, started off, for example, for the marathon, it started off probably like five miles the first run and then by the end of the 16 weeks it was right up to 22 miles but it gradually crept up over the weeks and um, sometimes every fourth week it would come down a wee bit almost as like a recovery week and then it would go back up again but basically every kind of week it would kind of gradually increase it would go five miles then it maybe go seven miles then nine miles then 11 miles for example uh, and it would all be done at that low zone two so I wasn't going crazy fast I was keeping my heart rate down nice and low and honestly doing that week after week it is shocking how quick your fitness improves uh, again if I been going at like zone four and going as fast as I had been before. I read all this, read this book and learned about it. I would never have built up the distance. Absolutely no chance. Not in a month of Sunday. So slowing down massively, massively improved things. Um, and that distance just kept getting further and further. Um, and it, yeah, it was really weird. Like it was like one week you'd be doing like 14 miles and the last two miles you'd be like, oh, I'm totally knackered. But then the next week you'd be up to 16 and you'd be get you get to 14 and be like, yeah, it felt easy this week. And then the last two miles would be tough. So it was like every week it just pushed that to last two miles um, down the road a little bit further. Um, and like I say, it's, it's mad how quickly you can build that up uh, and I built that all the way up to doing a, an ultra marathon um, so yeah having a plan massively improves things you've got an actual you know each run's got a, a focus uh, each run serves a purpose and if you do have a plan and some structure you're going to get there 10 times quicker as opposed to just winging it and running randomly nobody's going to you know build up their fitness in um, you know 
hit some PBs or you know achieve something they never thought possible without some sort of structure. You end up just running for the sake of it. So getting a plan is probably the best thing you can do. Like I say, that 80-20 running book, um, there are some um, running workouts in there and running plans you can literally follow. Very simple. There's tons of plans online. There's probably free ones out there. Um, very easy to get a hold of a running plan. There's probably ones on some of the websites. Um, I've used Training Peaks in the year, years past. Uh, Training Peaks, very good website. You can actually purchase plans in there. Some of them are like £5, £10. You get ones, you can get like a, a running coach and things like that. Um, but I usually just bought the ones for like a fiver, £10, something like that. Um, they sync up with your Garmin or Apple Watch, so the workouts actually go onto the watch and you just follow along. Can't be any simpler. But honestly, that is probably a massive mistake I made was just having no plan. So literally get a plan um, and honestly, it'll make a world of difference when it comes to your running. And the probably the, the third mistake I made was, I guess it, it probably would have been comparing myself to, to kind of others on Strava. Now on Strava, Strava is great. It's like Facebook for running or in cycling which is absolutely fantastic. Um, to be honest, I don't really go on it much now. I hardly ever look on it, but before I was always looking at it, try to see what, you know, if I'd hit a PB or beat a segment. And you, know, you see everyone else's times and the people who are way further ahead of you and you, they may be running for a long time. And quite often you'd see that and go, holy shit, their pace is way quicker than them. And sometimes there's people I used to play football with, for example, or people I knew, and they were running way quicker than I was. And that used to, like, I used to completely compare myself to others, especially when I was running slow. I would be like, oh my God, look at my pace. That's embarrassing. They're going to be like, what, what's he doing? Um, he's so slow. And I was totally comparing myself to others, which is the worst thing you could do. Um, so it took me a while to kind of realize like, okay, stop going on Strava. I just use your, I just use the Garmin Connect app. I stopped going on Strava quite as much uh, to begin with. And I just focused on me better than me. So week by week, month by month, as long as I was making progress, fantastic. I kept moving forward. I wasn't caring what someone else was doing. Because um, like you say, we don't know how long someone else has been in the game, uh, you know, what their background has been. You know, it's pointless comparing yourself to someone. It's absolutely pointless. So that was a big lesson. Um, so yeah, I don't, I'm not like that now, obviously. I, I go on Strava and it doesn't, you know, I'm not sitting there thinking, oh God, they're way faster than me. I don't really care what anyone else is doing like pace-wise, but before I definitely did. And it really kind of put, put me off. And it, it probably put me off doing the zone two as well, because I thought, oh, I don't want people to think I'm unfit or slow or whatever. Um, so that was probably one of the reasons I kind of avoided that zone two initially. But I kind of just thought, right, stuff this. Just go and do your own thing. Focus on bettering you. It's not about what everyone else is doing. It's what it's about bettering yourself. So that was probably um, a big mistake I made as well, comparing myself to others on, on Strava. Um, and yeah, like I said, so if you do want to kind of build up your running correctly, so those mistakes, running too fast, having no plan or structure and comparing yourself to others on the likes of Strava, like if you do want to build up things cor correctly, like I say, read that book, 80-20 Running by Matt Fitzgerald, fantastic book, uh, I've read it like twice, uh, it was an absolute game changer for me, like most of the top athletes and running coaches would all use that kind of 80-20 principle. 90% of the time. Um, so it really does make a massive difference when you understand why you're running the way you're running. Because um, like someone could have told me about that and I went, oh yeah, yeah, maybe we'll try that, but I would never have stuck with it. But because I knew the science behind it, uh, you know, why I was doing it, it, it kind of all made sense. It made it easier to stick to. So honestly, that's probably one bit of advice. Like I said earlier, if you 
not, you don't read and you're like, oh, I can't be arsed reading. Send me a message on Instagram, Facebook, something like that. Just with the word like running, running training. And I'll send you the link to the running training we filmed up uh, last month. Um, like I say, it's probably like, I think it was like 40 minutes long, but we covered all this, basically all the different uh, principles from the book and how to b- build up your running. So yeah, if you do want to learn a little bit more and you're maybe not into reading, send me a message and I'll just send it through. Um, it's a completely, obviously, free thing. So I'll just send it through to you. You can watch it through and see if it's useful. And if it's useful, then brilliant. Uh, and if it's not, then absolutely no issues at all. But um, yeah, like I say, I would definitely try and learn a little bit more about how to run correctly because it does make the whole process a little bit easier. And then from there, like to build up your run, set a target. Um, set a target. Say, right, okay, wherever you're at right now, what do you want to achieve? Is it, right, okay, I want to run my f- first 5K. Or maybe you want to do your first 10K. Or maybe you've done a 10K before and you're thinking, right, I've never done a half marathon. Commit to it. Literally, set a target and commit to it. It's probably one of the most fulfilling things you'll do is training for something like that, something that you've never done before. Like every single kind of fitness event I've ever signed up for or challenged myself to go and do, I've absolutely loved the journey of just building up and seeing the progress and then getting to the event and achieving it. It's the most fulfilling thing you'll do. Like, and it's a little bit, that little thing you can do personally in your own life that's away from work or family or all these other things that are going on. It's like this one thing you can do to work on you. So yeah, honestly, like probably the best things you could say to go and do is go and set a target and then get a plan in front of you. So if you say, right, I'm going to go do a half marathon. I've never done one before. Like I would literally, like I say, go and get a half marathon plan in front of you so you know exactly what to do with your running and how to build it up. And like I say, there's tons of plans online. Um, You know, there's websites like Training Peaks and things like that. Um, And like I say, if you need to, Find out a little bit more about running, like send me a message and I'll send you through that running uh, training that we filmed up last month, which hopefully would be really, really useful. Um, so yeah, hope you guys found that quite useful. Like I say, I think a lot of people I've worked with and talked with over the years quite often love the idea of being able to run a 5K or run a 10K. So I thought it'd be quite useful to kind of cover this one. Because um, yeah, like I said, I've built my running up from struggling to do 5K to doing ultra marathons. And then hopefully end of this year, we'll do another potentially a 50 miler uh, i just want to try and explore the whole ultra game and then yeah who knows what we'll set goal wise off the back of that but yeah it's really yeah it's interesting every time you set a goal and achieve it then you think right okay what, what else can we do what else can we try um so honestly like i said set a target get a plan in front of you and, and go for it you will 100 percent not regret so hope you took some value away from that hope you're all having a fantastic week so far it's been absolutely baltic this week fingers crossed that uh, spring comes soon uh, it's getting a little bit lighter which definitely definitely helps and yeah i guess in a way we're kind of coming into running running season nice weather i know a lot of people don't like running in the winter um but yeah it's coming into better weather now so hope you're all having a great week thanks for tuning in and we will catch up with you in the next episode